Hi, it's Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real, and yet is. It's August 15th. Here's what happened with Metaverse-related stuff this week. Hmm, looks like being a real estate mogul. Is it is it mogul or mogul? Muggle? Anyway, it looks like being that is going to be a little harder than people first thought. People and entities with money to burn pumped a lot of cash into Metaverse real estate because, eh, why not? Maybe it'll be worth millions, and if not, that was our burning money anyway. Prices were hitting records like P-Ape, who dropped $450,000 for nine parcels near Snoop Dogg in Sandbox. Now they're hitting records, but not the good kind. Prices are down 85% since January, and purchases have been on the decline. For instance, P-Ape turned their 450 k into 25 k But if you still want to get in, the average price of a parcel at five of the biggest Ethereum-based metaverse projects is now around $2,500, according to WeMeta. The managing director at the University of Basel's Center of Innovative Finance said, Metaverse investments are risky. What? If you've been part of the layoffs at tech companies, that sucks. But hey, at least you weren't fired for the quality of your work. You were just randomly victimized, so that should make you feel better. And so should this. Maybe there's a job waiting for you in blockchain. There's been a boom in employment numbers in this sector. The number of people working in it increased 76% annually as of June 2022. What kind of people? Well, they got a lot of different skills. A lot of them, 20% are finance talent, 16% are in engineering, then most of the rest are in biz dev, IT, and sales. Which countries have the most available blockchain talent? Turns out it's North Korea. No, that's not true. It's actually the United States, India, and China. And rumor has it if a blockchain company hires you, they'll be able to pay you because worldwide expenditure on blockchain solutions is expected to hit $11.7 billion this year. This isn't a metaverse story exactly. It's a story about social media, but the rules that do and don't get applied to today's social media will actually be setting a precedent for what the rules are probably going to be in the virtual worlds that we live and socialize in. In California, they were thinking about letting parents sue if their kids get sucked in by super addictive social media features. Well, the California legislature just said, nah, we aren't going to allow that. Why? Social media is explicitly designed to be addictive and the social media companies give lots and lots of money to politicians. I'm just speculating the obvious. I can't prove it. The law wouldn't have even applied to social networks that make less than $100 million a year or are mainly for video gaming, because video games aren't addictive. Opponents said age verification on the platforms would be a burden on adult users. But nine-factor authentication isn't. Anyway, it looks like the metaverse will probably be safe getting users addicted to it. For some people, the metaverse is going to be a religious experience. No, seriously, they'll have religious experiences there. Already, faith-based VR spaces have arisen, letting users make pilgrimages to and explore holy or sacred sites. I thought when you made a pilgrimage, you had to wear buckled shoes, but turns out that's not true. 
Not only can you go to these holy locations, you can experience rituals and worship in them. For instance, Be Social created some of Islam's most sacred sites, including Mecca. And to reach as many people as possible, you can even get to it through Google Cardboard and your smartphone. No need to buy, or pray for, expensive head hardware. Academia is excited about all this, too, as they teach religious studies. This spring, students at the University of Miami witnessed a Hindu funeral rite, a Christian baptism, and a Haitian voodoo ceremony. There's one reason not to make your avatar a chicken. Ripple wanted to know how many financial institutions are seriously interested in using blockchain for payments. And because they couldn't find their Magic 8-Ball, they did research about it and learned 76% of them plan on using crypto for payments by 2025. That doesn't sound like a crypto winner, does it? But there's a caveat. They plan on using it if legislation permits it. I have that same rule of thumb about armed robbery. They're slightly more reluctant to include crypto in their portfolios because, well, they have to see more adoption of crypto payments before they see that as worth doing. They also want to see if crypto can be used as a workable hedge or a bridge currency. 65% of international consumers said they'd buy crypto through their bank if it was an option. As for the bank's perceived advantages of blockchain and crypto, they mentioned data security, quality, expansion prospects, and real-time settlement. Paris Hilton announced her company, 1111 Media, will bring her world to the sandbox. She plans on having a land where she'll interact with fans and sell digital goods. There will also be community events like rooftop parties and parties in her virtual Malibu mansion. You can even be one of 11 versions of Hilton-inspired avatars. She's already built Paris Hilton World inside Roblox where she DJs parties. That's been visited by almost 544,000 fans. She says it's a chance to reach more people without all the travel she was doing before the pandemic. Those private jets and luxury hotel suites are a drag, man. She's quite the entrepreneuress, having also invested in Genies, the customized avatar maker former Disney CEO Bob Iger's invested in. That's hot. That's what we've got for you this week. Subscribe, mention this podcast to somebody, and it will get famous and turn me into a monster. We'll be back next week. We'll be back next week.